This is KCLR's Bottom Line with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, the Southeast's largest independent accountancy practice. www.onf.ie Hello, good morning and welcome to The Bottom Line, the programme for and about business on KCLR. I'm John Purcell with you until 10 o'clock this morning with lots of great stories about business. Thanks to Brian Redmond for the last two hours on The Breakfast Buffet and Ireland's easiest quiz gets easier and easier and more valuable every week. There's no denying though, it's been a tough week for many people around here with yet more twists and turns on our COVID journey, which is obviously a collective journey which we're all sharing together. But despite the bad news, the focus on this programme this morning is all about inspirational business and stories of people who have faced and overcome challenges and who are positive about the future. Because this week saw the return of the County Carlow Chamber Business Awards, which were staged in line with COVID best practice during the week. And I, along with my co-presenters Brian Redmond and Eamon Evrainon, were honoured, really honoured, uh, to host from three different venues between us uh, the awards. And we met literally dozens of inspiring business people with stories of resilience, reinvention and success in the face of difficult challenges. And we're not just talking just about COVID there when it comes to challenges. We'll be hearing from a woman who swapped her job in the beauty industry for a hands-on job in a tarmac company driving pavers, rollers and trucks and who hasn't looked back since and who this week was recognised as the best small business in Carlow. We'll hear from the self-described blow-in who has become such a part of Carlow business life that he was awarded the Lifetime Achievement Award and we'll hear from a business started in the 90s by a husband and wife in a disused potato shed which now employs over a hundred people and where the next generation of that family is driving it forward and great news the Arboretum in Lachlan Bridge a business which has won a plethora of awards over the years last night scooped perhaps the biggest one of them all the Retail Excellence Ireland Retailer of the Year award against such stiff competition and later on we'll be talking to the founder Rachel Doyle but first I mentioned how I was privileged to co-present the business awards with Brian and Emer. and joining me on the line to discuss is the aforementioned Emer Nivrainon good morning Emer. Good morning, John. How are you today? Very well. And what a night it was. I mean, uh, I'd never seen a business event hosted over three different venues, but it was fantastic. It was really fantastic. Um, I know it wasn't quite the same as what we would have been used to in previous years, but I think it's a, a, a real testament to how hard everybody worked in the Carlo Chamber in the background and with many of the businesses as well, the cooperation between them to make this event such a success um, and to be able to host an event safely and with confidence as well, uh, you know, that people felt comfortable in the room. That's why it was held across three different venues uh, to keep the numbers kind of smaller and everyone sitting at their tables. Uh, but a brilliant success. And we were just so delighted that we were able to celebrate the stories that you're talking about this morning on the programme and um, how from humble beginnings, great things come from there. Yeah. Um, and what a week it's been. Like you say, it is a tough week when we look at the headlines every day. But isn't it so good to just pause and take a moment to recognise the hard work and the fact that actually, John, an awful lot of businesses have done very well for the past two years and um, they've managed to 
um, overcome the challenges. They've managed to put their businesses online. Has it been hard? Yes, it's been very hard, uh, but they have amazing workers um, and it's lovely to hone in on the achievements. Mm, and they always said uh, it was a privilege, but it really is a privilege uh, through KCLR to meet so many businesses uh, and we get to see them, as you say, in hard times uh, and in good times. But there's a really resilient spirit uh, across the across the board. And we've really had an, an unbelievable insight into that during the pandemic. I think so, John. I've always um, been so impressed uh, and it's through my exposure with local media, really so impressed by all of the stories and the businesses that are there. But on a human level, when you look at what happened during lockdown, um, I really appreciated the fact that, for instance, Rats Supermarket with the cooked chickens and the fresh produce every day and the fact that you can, if we were, you know, looking for, for paint or something for the house, Thailand Style, Carlo Paint Hub, all these businesses that didn't just kind of lock up shop, they found ways of trading safely we found ways to support them as well. Um, so while we had so many challenges um, and so many manufacturing facilities for good reason had to close down across the world and we've had Brexit and we've had delays with deliveries, who didn't let us down? The businesses of in our area, in our locality, they're the ones that continued. They're the ones that employ our children as well, that employ our relatives. And I just think it's so important to support each other, not just to kind of you can shop online now which is fantastic but you can shop online uh, locally. locally yeah so that that's the difference this has made yeah and, and and let's get this out of the way we were really um moved and humbled and really thrilled everybody in KCLR to get an award ourselves and we were involved in presenting them but we weren't expected to be recognized as the best business serving the community I think, John, you were very uh, caught off guard, as was I, and we were very moved, genuinely moved, because um, Yvonne O'Toole, if there was ever a speech that was going to bring a tear to all of her eyes, it was delivered by Yvonne from a fantastic family business herself. And I was with them recently when they were celebrating the opening of the O'Toole Circle K service station in Tullow. And they're a great story. Uh, they have uh, their agribusiness next door as well. And it meant, it meant a huge amount to the team at KCLR what Yvonne actually said as well because um, I know lots of people have had have been working really hard in the pandemic so many businesses um, but we were just privileged to be able to kind of help other businesses weave through this time so while their advertising spend might have been completely wiped out or their marketing budget they were barely able to keep kind of their their staff going and all of that we were able to just support them, whether it was just giving them a shout out or working alongside them, uh, despite all those challenges. Um, and we were delighted as well with the local enterprise office being so supportive of KCLR to enable us to get out there on our roadshows. We're on our autumn winter winter roadshow at the moment um, and we've done summer roadshows. And what does that mean? Well, it means that we've been able to tell people at home the stories of business um, to show them how they can connect to tell them about those websites that were there for local businesses that they could shop safely um, and it was just it was really great that we were able to kind of be there for each other mm. that sounds very cheesy but it was genuine because we're not talking about far-flung 
you know, places with employees who we don't know, who are nameless, um, who are on the other side of the world. We're talking about families like the O'Toole family. We're talking about businesses like the Arboretum. You'll be chatting to Rachel this morning. These are people who we know. Yeah. And these are very good employers. Um, I was chatting to Willie Rath on the night uh, from Chuck Dolman and Rath's. When you think about how many people he's employed over the years, he's a massive payroll. Um, and and it's from a small little shop that it all started in Pollerton, where we used to get our, our rolls and sandwiches going mm. to school. So these are the, the, the businesses that have really, I think, um, made a difference in Ireland. The SMEs, they're the ones that, um, you know, that we should support. A, a great list of, of uh, award winners from Best Shop Fronts and so on. Talk us through some of your highlights, Eamor. Uh, <clears throat> Well, one of the highlights, obviously, it was lovely, um, the Business Supporting Community Award that you mentioned, given to KCLR. Um, but uh, for me, one of the very moving moments was when Tullow Rugby Club got the Community Award. And the reason for that is behind the scenes in the newsroom, you'd be very aware of some of the, the difficult and the, the painful stories in our community during the pandemic um, and the very sad passing um, of, 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 of a, a man very well known to our listeners, Gerald Bryan, and he would have been um, such a stalwart involved in the community in Tullow Rugby Club. Um, and, you know, I think it was very meaningful uh, to the community there. So that was one that I'd mention. Um, I also know that some of the, the premises take so much pride, uh, for instance, in their shop front, as uh, so much goes into that. And um, some even expanded during the pandemic. Mm. So one of those stories that we've heard about a lot on KCLR is Thailand Style. And I know that um, the award actually means a lot to Bernard and Vicky and the team, uh, an awful lot to them. And that's why they put so much into, um, you know, ensuring that the they were a previous winner of Customer Service Award. Yeah. Um, so they obviously put an, a big effort into the shop front this time. Mm. Uh, this uh, there were others as well. Cool and Owl Food Hall was the food and beverages producers. They're doing something very different when you talk about experiences. Um, they have a gorgeous cafe, um, lovely fresh produce, but they also have a butcher at the back of the shop. They have fresh cheese. They're known from uh, their previous life when they started at the market in Carlo as well, the farmer's market. Mm. Uh, the best innovative dining experience, we had Chuck Dolman there. They've done a huge amount in their outdoor area. So we've seen lots of businesses having to do that. Um, I'll stop you there, Emer. Um A huge list, and we could go on and on, but it, it's really an inspiration. And uh, awards mean a lot to people. I'm, I'm delighted to be joined uh, on the line by you mentioned her there, Emer, uh, Rachel Doyle. And Rachel, you've won many awards over the years um, and you were there and I think uh, the Arboretum uh, won an award for your website uh, at the Carlow Chamber Awards on Thursday night. But like last night, Retail Excellence Ireland, perhaps the, the biggest and most well-renowned uh, retail representative organisation had their awards and you beat them all and scooped the top uh, top award. Yes, John. And um, good morning, Emer and all the listeners. Uh, yeah, and do you know what? I'm still on cloud nine and I'm staying here because <laughs> I'm just so excited. John, woman, I mean, Rachel. it was just... <laughs> good morning, Emer. It was just so amazing because, um, you know, there were such amazing businesses in the awards and it was the top 25, top 30 and then it was whittled down to the top 5 and then out of that top 5 the overall winner was going to be picked so uh, and the overall was about how we worked our website 
and how we, you know, during the pandemic and the fact that we went into overdrive on ours and, and the whole business as a whole. And, you know, when one of the judges was around, he's a guy from England, and he, he said to me, he said, Rachel, this is world class when he was in the operation. And I didn't answer him because I didn't know what to say. So he <laughs> said to me, did you hear me saying it? This is world class. And, and you know, I was maybe holding on to that, but trying not to let it, let it think anything into it. But, you know, I was just... And lovely well, to see uh, yourself and your two sons, uh, uh, Barry and Fergal, on the on the stage. And like, Emer, you were talking about, you know, the importance of community and so on. And family, huge. And a lot of family businesses really stepping up to the mark as well over the over the time. Yes, I suppose from our perspective, I suppose, yeah. To, uh, I mean, we had a whole lot of the team there and Frank was there, but... In the end, they just handed me a microphone and I was too excited to say much. But uh, Fergal and Barry, and they're, they're running the operation now. I'm, I'm, I'm just in the background. But uh, Yeah, but I, you, I, you started it all those years ago. And far from it, yeah. you know, far from uh, pipping Brown Thomas to the top award you were then. I love the stories from, you know, of great, you, you know, you saved up everything and you built the glass house to... To, to develop things and then you knocked it over with the JCB you overcame yeah. a lot of challenges along the way Rachel there, there, there were there were so many uh, but you know what I'm blessed one thing I'm blessed with is that I I'm I'm always positive and uh, unless somebody dies anything else we can deal with you know and and that's the way I've, ran, I've always I suppose ran my life and the business and felt that you know, you know, once our, we have our health, we can go get up every morning and go into to work. Well, that's that's great, and I don't consider I work. And I've told Fergal and Barry that I'm never retiring, so the poor lads have that to deal with as well. But uh, it, it's been an amazing uh, roller coaster of a, an evening for us, and we're still in all in Dublin here in the Intercontinental, and it's you know the. The, the, even from all the other retailers, you know, last night it was just lovely. Um, the minister Damien English presented us with the award, and Keith Barry was the MC on the night, mm. and it was just a magical time. And I, 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 I just said I, I'm glad I don't drink because if not, I might be up. Emer, <laughs> um, fantastic positivity there from Rachel, but just exemplifies the best of the business community that we've seen during the week. Absolutely. Huge congratulations, Rachel. We're, we're thrilled for you. And I think you are the best Thank brand you. ambassador for Carlo um, and also for the Arboretum. Uh, so I know um, Fergal and Barry, you say, do all the hard work, but you're just such a brilliant ambassador. Um, and it's not just for business, but for the for the entire county as well, putting us on a national and international stage all the time. So I think we're very proud when we go anywhere and we tell people we're from Carlo, they mention the Arboretum. Um, and long before... Um, I said this to you off air this morning about the experience. You created an experience for people when we didn't know what an experience was. <laughs> we were used to just going into a shop. But my one of my earliest childhood memories is actually of being on the swings in the Arboretum Garden Centre. Now, garden centres didn't have swings back then, John. I know. Uh, this was in the 1980s. Um, so Rachel was very clever in how she interacted with the whole family because then children would ask their parents, can we go back there? Because we had a good experience and that stayed with me. There you are now, Rachel. High praise. 
great. Thank you very much for all that, Emer. <laughs> and, and look, I, and, and I am delighted. And and Fergal and Barry, they remind me of the young Rachel of thirty-five years ago. Do you know? Well, it's not great. Something that I that I absolutely cherish, um, and and I'm so proud of of. Of, of them and of the team of the team in Aboriginal we have an amazing team well listen um, uh, Rachel hearty congratulations from everybody in uh, KCLR but also everybody in the business community in Carlow and indeed Kilkenny because uh, you know the Arboretum Lifestyle and Garden Centre is local to Car- Kilkenny as well as Carlow and we're all very proud thank you both very much for joining me uh, that was Emery Freenon uh, from KCLR you'll hear her on KCLR Live during the week and also uh, Rachel Doyle uh, the proud founder of the Arboretum Lifestyle and Gardeners Garden Centre Ireland's Retailer of the Year well done both thank Thank you John now we're going to move on and after the break we're going to talk to the recipient of the Lifetime Achievement Award at the Carlow Business Awards during the week stay tuned The Bottom Line on KCLR with John Purcell brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Fully Accountants offering a broad range of business and advisory services to businesses large and small across the South East We've been talking all this morning so far about the Carlo Business Awards during the week uh, and we're going to continue uh, one of the biggest honours the Chamber can bestow on an individual is the Lifetime Achievement Awards and uh, I was delighted this week to have an opportunity to sit down with the winner of the Lifetime Achievement Award in the Carlo Chamber Awards 2020 to 2021 because they covered two years uh, because they hadn't been held since 2019 and I had an opportunity to talk uh, to Bobby Quinn who did receive the Lifetime Achievement Award and I started by asking him how he felt about being uh, given the award. Very surprised I suppose initially, uh, humbled, uh, very grateful uh, to the people that saw fit to uh, to give me this award. Uh, yeah, I know. It's, it's it's a lovely honour. It is. Yeah, and it's nice to be honoured by people who are part of your own business community that you've worked with down through the years. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, lots of local people um, when it when it started out, uh, small jobs locally, and I suppose you build your name from that. Tell us a bit about yourself. Where are you actually from, Bobby? Originally, I'm a blow into Carlow anyway. For a start off, I I came to Carlow in 1972 for two weeks' work and uh, luckily enough some some extra work came along and uh, never left. Yeah. Yeah, I'm from Wexford originally down a little place called Campile and I've remained in Carlo so I'm in Carlo for almost 50 years now. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, originally a carpenter by trade. Yeah, Tell us right. about how uh, the early years of your career. Well, the early years, I started off as an apprentice with uh, P.J. Hegarty's and the building of the RV Hotel in Waterford. And I spent three years with them and another four or two years with McInerney's on housing schemes in, around the country in Dublin, Tranmel, Waterford, different places, Carlow. And uh, after that, then, I settled down uh, in Carlow. And what um, you took the leap then from working for Hegarty's, yeah, yeah. Uh, having an employer to flying your own flag under your own name. How did you feel about that back in the seventies? A different country completely, it, really, Ireland. It was, but I worked with it with a man, and uh, he suggested that I should go on my own, and and uh, I did that actually, uh, very very shortly afterwards, uh, doing small jobs, extensions. 
like literally back kitchens, uh, roofing jobs, and then that grew into slightly bigger jobs, houses, more houses, and then we branched into uh, commercial work, uh, industrial commercial, and we've remained in that sector ever since. Mm, uh, the 1970s, I mentioned kind of like a different world. Um, how would you describe the business environment in the 1970s when you started? Uh, I suppose you don't think about it a lot. Uh, you do whatever you have to do. Uh, and at that time, you were almost a one-man band uh, for, for a while. And so once you could make your own wages, uh, there was enough There was enough to keep, keep you going. Mm. And then bigger jobs present themselves, uh, slightly bigger. And you either have the inclination to go after those jobs or say no to them. In my case, we went after a lot of them. Yeah, you, you mentioned the transition from doing extensions and domestic work into industrial and, and, and business. Yeah. What, what was that like and what were the challenges that they brought about? Presumably you had to kind of go on to a different kind of whole way of operating. Well, you do and, and you very quickly realise that you need people around you. You need um whether they are surveyors or engineers or tradesmen, but you need you need people, and that's something that uh, I realised early on, which was which was probably very very well worth uh, realising. And uh, so we, we started to bring in people and take on the bigger job, but at the time you weren't conscious of the economy or anything else. It was just it was so small uh, that you just looked after yourself basically yeah we hear a lot of you know economists talking and analysts about the economy and the outlook for the economy and all that you're a man who's actually started a business in the 70s when it was very tough but do you think it's just kind of important to kind of put on blinkers so to speak and just kind of drive ahead and just look after your own business I think so yeah just stay focused and uh do what you what you set out to do, or if you make commitments to people that, that you can that you can honour those commitments and deliver deliver on your promises or whatever you tell people. Mm. Uh, Talk to us a bit about some of the significant projects that you would have taken on that would have helped your company grow over the years. Um, initially, they were mainly one-off houses, uh, and then there were small factories. Built a factory in Carlow, ten thousand square feet factory. That was one of the first industrial jobs. And as the years went by then, we, did, we started doing quite a bit of schoolwork. Uh, so that was a good sector for, for quite a long number of years until the recession came and things probably slowed up a, bit, a little bit then. But uh, we, we, did, we did all types of work, nursing homes, industrial buildings, uh, guard stations, uh, office work, fit-outs, civil work. So there was quite a wide range of work that, that we were available to do. And, uh, and we also built the, the team and the people to carry out that type of work in different sectors. That seems to be a key part of your success, if I may say. You realise very early on that it's important to bring in people around you. Well, that is very true, yeah. And... You really need good people, and I think we were very lucky and fortunate, and that we had a lot of very good people throughout the years, whether on the professional side of it or on the physical side, as tradespeople on site. Yeah, your your website at the moment, the whole partnership idea is is key to the whole thing. Um, the website of Robert Quinn Limited says partners for construction. It's it's yeah. a it's a positive way to progress through business. Yeah. 
I suppose it is a, a catchy one, okay, yeah. But we like to think we would be partners, yeah, because you are, you're getting into business, it's a relationship, and uh, people people are looking for whatever whatever their, their, their brief is to us, uh, and they want it, and they want it on time, and they want it done properly. Mm. Um, looking again at the range of... Uh, sectors that you've covered pharmaceutical healthcare commercial educational really very very broad uh, sector and many landmark buildings around Carlow uh, yeah well I think in Ireland I suppose uh, you, you need to you need to be flexible and you need to be versatile to take on different types of contract uh, like people some people specialise in houses which once we moved into commercial work, we didn't do any very, very, very odd house, and from that point of view, uh, there's a cross section of work there that uh, you, you really need to be adaptable to be able to carry out the different contracts, and they don't vary that much uh, a lot of the time, whether whether it's an apartment block or or a, a nursing home. There, there isn't there isn't a huge difference. You, whatever whatever is. Uh, Required, uh, you, you you take it on. I suppose I wasn't afraid. I suppose to, to put it, to put it bluntly, just, we tackled a lot of things, uh, and you mightn't necessarily have do, have done them before. But if you put take the steps and do the planning and with the right people, yes, you do get there. And would you have any projects that you'd be particularly proud of looking back over your career? Uh, pro, uh, contracts. Uh, I suppose we yeah we did a lot a good few nursing homes for the, the likes of the Sue Ryder Foundation Cheshire Homes, and uh, yeah we'd be quite proud of those yeah. yeah. Mm. And also um, some big names in the whole pharmaceutical area, Genzyme and MSD. Those mm-hmm. must be huge product projects and very exacting. Uh, they are. It's it's different and it's it's um, it's uh, very precise. Uh, standards are very very high conditions and so on and I'm not saying you can be negligent or reckless on a, on a, on a building site anymore but uh, the pharmaceutical uh, clean rooms and so on it's it's very high and very strict but it's good and people once you get the hang of it people uh, become conditioned to whatever whatever the, the client is looking for so yeah we've, we've, we've done a lot of work for MSD and Genzyme uh, over the last few years so that has worked out pretty well. Talk to us um, a bit about the company now. What size is it? I believe you're not uh, involved on a day-to-day basis no, anymore. But tell us about Robert Quinn Limited now. Well, Robert Quinn Limited now at the moment is run by my son, Michael. And uh, they're carrying on basically where we were. So it hasn't changed a lot uh, other than there's probably with, with new with conditions and health and safety and that there are more people needed and I suppose he would have more people than what I would have had uh, you, 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 in my time you were, you were managing maybe with, with less but regulations and standards these days uh, require particularly on the health and safety front the things just just different and probably a little bit slower maybe but they have to be done differently and accountability and all the rest I know you're very committed to your local community as well, uh, ha- having lived in Carlow for so long. Talk to us a bit about that and why you think that's important. Well, I suppose, first of all, I consider myself very lucky and that I have ha- had good health and the business has been lucky and 
met numerous people uh, in the industry, very, very fine people. So on that front, uh, we've done well. So, And I've also visited poor countries in like South Africa and South America and you see people living in, in, in shanty towns and, and you realise it does sink in that you're doing very well like and this this little country is so much better now than it was 50 years ago. We're, we're living in, in good times. I know we complain and so on but uh, we are living in good times. Our standards of living is so much better and there's opportunity for, for lots of young people and so on. So uh, from that point of view uh, well, you feel you could do something in the community, you could make something happen or if you could find a key to a problem that somebody has uh, why, why not try and do it because uh, even though you're busy you still like to achieve things, or you still like to make things happen and I, I enjoyed anything that I did with, with, with the community. That's uh, Bobby Quinder, a great man who was awarded the Lifetime Achievement Award at this year's Carlo business awards uh, and a great pleasure to sit down with them and that's just part of a longer conversation that I had with Bobby about his life in business and his outlook on life and so on and you'll be able to listen to the full interview that I did with him on our podcast The Bottom Line on KCLR. It's just uh, 23 minutes away from 10 o'clock. John Purcell with you on The Bottom Line until 10 o'clock when Edward Hayden is back in the hot seat. After the break we're going to talk to a business that started in the 90s in a disused potato shed and now has over 100 people working for it. Don't go away. KCLR Local at Heart Local at Heart indeed and we're here celebrating the best of Carlow Business this morning. Carlow Business of the Year Awards uh, held during the week but also not forgetting Kilkenny and the Kilkenny Chamber Business Awards coming up had been scheduled for Saturday week, this day week but uh, the Chamber took the decision in the light of the COVID events and the increasing number of cases uh, to uh, postpone their business awards until February of next year but the Carlow Awards held during the week uh, took account of all the COVID uh, uh, events and restrictions and so on and held three, not one, but three different events uh, and I was delighted to be there. The top award of the night is, of course, the business of the year and when uh, the code were beginning to disperse, uh, I sat down with the winner of the business of the year. James Kyo, Director of Rathwood, you'll be delighted. Winner of the Carlo Business of the Year Award at this very special award ceremony here tonight. Look at it, I'm absolutely thrilled to be honest with you. Um, it's been, I guess for everyone, a hugely challenging two years uh, with COVID and everything. And the challenges that not only us as a business has faced, but everyone around us. So it's lovely to have some really positive news. And I'm actually more delighted for our team as well. I mean, the uncertainty the last few years has been and it's how difficult it's been. But I have to say, it's just, we've had a kind of clear vision at the start to kind of work together and get through the problems and I'd really like to thank them and I'd also like to thank my father as well um, you know it's been it's, it's been it's been a, a fantastic two years hard two years but it's lovely to get uh, it's lovely to get just get an award like this it's, it's, it's fantastic thanks a million and the competition very keen some great Carlo companies there as well that must be very gratifying I, I look at like we were driving over here and my dad said to me 
like it's it's lovely to get nominated, and, and that's exactly the way we 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 we, talk, we thought about it. And the companies, um, I think Carlo really undersells itself as a place. Like when you think of like um, hydraulic rams going all over the world, um, and you know thousands of people coming into work tomorrow morning, uh, and and making and doing things so internationally that we we kind of underappreciate, definitely underappreciate Carlo um, for what it's actually doing for the overall economy here in Ireland but internationally as well so I think that's just it's just it's phenomenal I think we need to sit back and sometimes give appreciation to that for Carlo as a county so I think it's a great night for Carlo and the celebration here as well and that very strongly running through people just delighted to be back out meeting people albeit in a very safe and covid distance way people masked up and so on but it's great to see some sort of normality although the covid challenge hasn't completely gone away for events like this or even for businesses like your own i think yeah it's been such a challenge definitely but it is great to see that face to face we are like human we, we we need that engagement we we love we thrive on it and it's great that we can kind of um get out and start doing all that stuff again hopefully and in a safe manner as well which is the most important thing and I think nights like night tonight where you're over three venues and doing things innovatively like it's a great way of just cracking that egg and seeing something completely different and, and done in a safe way so I have to say to the Chamber of Commerce amazing achievement absolutely phenomenal achievement it's, it's, it's just great to see something done so well and so differently as well. so that innovation is, is even coming through on the, the, the Chamber's front so I think fair play to the Chamber This of course not the first award you've received and the business started by your dad back in the 90s just tell us very briefly the Rathwood story so yeah, the, the business started by my mum and dad and they basically started out doing a garden centre and they brought gifts together and it's just kind of with their enthusiastic approach to everything and the team, um, the local team that we've kind of grown into it um, have basically just made it into a real destination to come uh, and visit here in, in you know, in, in Carlo and it's just been... For us, it's about creating them triggers to bring people into Rathwood. Um, but not only that, the new aspects of our business where we work with other dependent retailers um, has been a huge joy to us and our team. Um, you know, every morning, uh, 20 lorries leave uh, Carlo, our depot, and they go all over the country and service other independent retailers. And for me, it's just that's that's a huge positive for us and our, our local uh, area. And you, like I know all the drivers locally and I was up in Donegal this morning or yesterday evening and I think for us uh, to, to, to act local but think more bigger scale for us as a company that's our vision and that's what we'd love to achieve into the future you know tell us a bit more about that business model partnering with those businesses and doing their web fulfillment and fulfillment as i understand it what does that mean in practice well we've been at it for about 10 years now and for us we looked at it as a collective we needed to improve our own infrastructure because of the big companies coming in and really challenging the local customer um, but we seen strengths uh, where we could have promote online and also we could just link other people in other local areas together to give them more strength to compete and I think that kind of cooperation has brought us to the point where we have 
uh, this fulfillment for other stores. So, you know, uh, during in Galway or, or Charlie in Cork, it's empowering their business more and we're centralising uh, all our, our stock and, and, and putting it out across the country and, and doing it together, which is, you know, which is lovely. And I think, you know, when we, when we work with retailers like that, it's, it's, a, it's, it's great when they come back looking for more and, if, and hopefully they do. Um, but for us, uh, that's, that's been the, the challenge of COVID and, and rolling that out. So it's, yeah, we're, we're delighted that, that things are, are, are positive at the moment and, and hopefully they will remain. And our team are, are really positive at the moment. And this award will be, it'll be a great boost for them as well. Over 100 employees now. Um, I remember talking to your father, who with your mother started the business in the 90s. I think they were originally farmers and they had a potato store and that's where they originally started the business. What's been the key to the evolution to such a sophisticated business now with a countrywide reach that you're talking about? What, what led you in that direction? I think we were very fortunate um, that, you know, we were from our parents side we were just pushed to be to be enthusiastic to not think of barriers and just think of ways of solving them problems I think that's been a, a, a for us a, a real positive and the other thing is we were very fortunate that we embraced technology very very early on um, and my brother who, who runs the IT department um, you know we've been able to to really code what we want to, to for, for the end uh, retailer and and develop platforms that will make them more efficient into the future so hopefully we can continue that mantra and, and push it forward into the future and Rathwood the, st- the store still a huge uh, part of your business but retail challenged like never before during Covid how is it now as we begin to emerge but still with, with the spectre of Covid and we're facing into Christmas how's business for the store I think this year has been, from a retail point of view, a huge challenge. And you know, everyone knows the challenge of retail now and where it's going to go into the next ten years. Um, I think it's 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 a challenge, and we just have to start thinking about doing it differently. And um, there's going to be an experience side and a customer service side that will have to shine through more, more, and more uh, for 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 us as locals to compete. You know, and I think if we can continue to be very focused on that and deliver our service in a in in the most efficient way possible, uh, I think I think I think local companies will really win out in the long run. You know. Well, James Keogh, Director of Rathwood, uh, congratulations to you, your family and all your employees, uh, Carlo Business of the Year for 2020 and 2021. Thank you very much, John. I appreciate it. Thanks a million. <laughs> the Bottom Line on KCLR with John Purcell. Brought to you in association with O'Neill Foley Accountants. Our website, onf.ie, shows the full range of services we provide to businesses large and small. At the heart of it all, John Purcell with you on the bottom line until 10 o'clock. It's just 10 minutes away from 10 o'clock. Now, uh, we've heard about small business and the importance of small business and the Arboretum that we spoke to earlier on and also uh, Rathwood both started as small business. So the award Outstanding Small Business is uh, a very uh, prestigious one and I'm delighted to be joined on the lady who accepted the award on behalf of Doyle's Thermacadam, the winner of the Outstanding Standing Small Business of the Year in the Carlo Chamber Awards. Uh, a woman who describes herself as having tarmac in her blood. Uh, Shauna Doyle, you're very welcome to the bottom line. 
Thanks very much, John. Great to be talking to you. Yeah, now, um, I, I said you had tarmac in your blood, and I looked at your uh, tarmac is very much on your Instagram account as well. Uh, you describe yourself as the tarmac and mammy, uh, and I suppose you have mammy number one in the list, but you're also a HGV driver, a paver driver, a tarmacadam labourer. Tell us about Doyle's tarmacadam. Um. Dial's Tarm Academy was set up by my granddad, um, Jimmy, about 40 years ago. Um, it was very small when it started off. Um, and then over the years, my uncle Alan and my dad, Sean, got involved. And since then, it's grown big and then come back down small again. So, um, And then about five years ago, I got involved. Yeah, and... and so, um I said you had tarmac in your blood, but I, I suppose you you took a bit of a diversion and you worked in the beauty industry. Yeah, so like we've grown up next to the work site um, our whole lives. So from a young age, you're out on the site, you know, wanting to go to work with dad and all of that. So um, I went down a different route after school and trained as a beautician and worked in the beauty industry for about seven years. Um, but after having my little boy, I came home. I, I was in England having him, and I came home, and um, yeah, I didn't really know what to do. So I jokingly said to the lads, "You know, who's going to be next in line? I'd I'd like to get involved." Um, but at the root of it was actually quite serious. So a few months later, they asked me, "Would I be interested in coming on board?" So since then, I've been learning from the very bottom up. So I'm out on site every day and turning what actually goes into the jobs because there's no point sitting in the office and not knowing what the lads are actually out doing. Yeah, and like I said, you're you're driving the trucks, you're driving the paver, you're you're using a shovel to move the cement. How's business? Yeah. Or the tarmac I should say. Yeah, it's great, thank God. Um we've been very lucky like we closed down for quite a few months over the last two years. Um, you know, with the lockdowns, um we we did close down. So since we opened up we didn't really know what way things were going to go, but thankfully we've we've been very busy and people have been continuously looking to get their driveways done. So it's actually it's it's worked out well for us in the long run. Yeah, and you do arrange work, private, commercial, work for local authority, authorities, patios and paving and all that sort of stuff, but but the nuts and bolts are, are the bread and butter of the business is the private work. Yeah, that's right. Um, over the years, the lads kind of got caught, you know, um, when recessions hit, obviously people going out of business and things like that, um, you know, the kind of larger, say, builders and stuff, um, didn't always work out. So, mm. Our main reliable source of work is private driveways. We're lucky that where we're that bit smaller, um, we kind of, like, the driveways suit us. Do you know, the bigger firms are more about roads and getting down the tons, you know, whereas yeah. for us, it's the handwork, um, the kind of, yeah, like, less machinery a lot of the time, harder work on us, but um, it works out great. Yeah, and you said your granddad uh, started the business about 40 years ago. What's the key been to success? Um, I think just, like, keeping things local, supporting local. Um, all our staff are local, you know, mm. not getting too too big, too quick. 
Um, and uh, like the way that we've all been brought up was if you owe money, you pay it back. So when things got tough, that's the way the lads went too. Like at one stage, they would have went from 30 employees down to just the two of them. And their mindset was that they owe people money. They mm. had to pay it back. You know, they obviously got caught themselves. Um, but that's what we put down to keeping us going. Yeah. So you you're the third generation of the family. You yeah. said uh, founded by your granddad, Jimmy, who's sadly no longer with us. But his wife, Audrey, yeah. your grandmother was there during the week. How did she feel? Oh, she was delighted. It was amazing having her there with us. Um, she's obviously been there from the start. And as I said to her, it's as much her award as it is anyone else's. You know, she's kept us all going over the years and kept us all, you know, in line as well. <laughs> so mm. and, and absolutely delighted. So three generations of the family, and, and you've produced a four- to five-year-old boy and a two-year-old girl. And I looked at your yeah. in- Instagram account, the Termac and Mammy. Looks like uh, they're shaping up. The girl's only two, but she's already yeah. at, the, at the controls of a digger. Oh, stop, yeah. The two of them just love it. They, like, it, when I say it's in our blood, like, it really is. They just want to be out. Like, I do have Lachlan, my little boy, crying, going to school because he wants to come to work with me instead. It's mad. Fantastic <laughs> it's work ethic. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah, oh, God. And they they already know how to work hard, too. They know how they have to earn their wages well, if they want it. <laughs> well, look, Shauna, congratulations to you and everybody involved in, in Doyle's Term Academy Limited. Uh, people can check out your website website doylestarmac.com uh, and best of luck if you want a driveway done look no further than doylestarmacadam.com Sean a pleasure thanks talking so to you much. this morning thanks very much John ok Bye-bye. we'll talk to you again unfortunately that's all we've got time for this morning on the bottom line just so great to talk to so many inspirational and enthusiastic business people even in these very hard times. Remember, if you have any comments or ideas you'd like to get to us, you can email the bottom line at kclaura96fm.com If you'd like to listen back to the show, you can get us on the Bottom Line podcast. And don't forget, we'll have an extended uh, version of that interview with the Lifetime Achievement Award winner, uh, Bobby Quinn. Uh, During the week, I was out in the Pembroke Hotel and I met Paul Broderick, the General Manager, and they've got some very exciting developments there. We'll bring you those next week. Thank you to all our guests this week. Bobby Quinn, James Kyo, Shauna Doyle and Rachel Doyle uh, and uh, Emer Neve Rainon as well for the update. Thanks to long-suffering and ever-patient producer Deirdre Drummy who produces the show but thanks most of all to you for listening. We'll be back next Saturday just after 9 for more stories for and about business and remember, no matter what uh, keep the best side out, keep it local and stay safe so until we speak again, uh, stay tuned to KCLR, look after yourself and keep the faith. The Bottom Line on KCLR with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants. Now offering a complete life and pensions advisory service to business. www.omf.ie